Hey, hey, friend, you are listening to another episode of Foyer Chats. We are your hosts, Emma Jo Wasink and Kelsey Pasma. If this is your first time listening in, hey, hi, hello, we are so happy that you decided to tune in. If you're an OG member of the Foyer fam, <laughs> then we love you. We appreciate you way more than you know. Today, we are talking all about, drumroll please, brand pillars. We cover what brand pillars actually are, how they can serve you and your business, how to make them slash come up with them, and when you should maybe think about shifting or realigning them with your business. Guys, today's episode is super quick, but dang, 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 it's jam-packed. Let's get right to it. Hey, hey, friends, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Foyer Chats. Here in the foyer, we talk all things business, lifestyle, and everything in between. Come for the coffee shop style chats, leave with a fire under your booty to take on all the things. All right, Emma, you ready to dive in? Heck yeah, let's go. back to another episode. Guys, we're so excited you're here. It's another solo show from Emma and Kelsey, but today we wanted to talk all about brand pillars, especially following our conversation last week with Chloe from Chloe Creative Studio all about niching down. So now I think it's important to figure out how to implement that and kind of categorize your marketing positioning through brand pillars. You want to explain what brand pillars are in a sense? Yeah, for sure. So I think a lot of times these get talked about specifically when we're talking about social media, primarily Instagram. That's kind of where this is almost like a buzzword, don't you think, that people talk yeah. about it? Yeah. But I think it's super important to actually implement this in every part of your business, not just social media and especially not just Instagram. Um, brand pillars are really just defining who you are as a brand and personality, whatever your business is, it's defining that. So setting up your core values and getting clear on what you want to offer and why you're offering it and who you're offering it to, all of that kind of stuff. So we're going to kind of run through exactly what that is, which I guess I kind of did a little bit there, <laughs> but no, getting more into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Let's go back to core values a minute because that is something you have to, you know, not only stake your life on, but your business in a way. If you're not mm-hmm. anchored in something, in in specific values, in how you're going to show up for your business, how you're going to serve people, um, you have to find those first, even before you fully define your services and that kind of thing, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if you don't have, in my opinion, if you don't have your brand pillar set up, or at least what your core values in business are, You are going to be all over the place when you are talking about any type of offering or even when you're serving people. People aren't going to know what to expect from you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know why they want to work with you. You need to be specific on the things that are important to you and, yeah, what your offer is. So that's kind of where these come in. Um, So and obviously, once you get all that set up, your ideal client is kind of going to be shown to you through that. And we talked about that a little bit Mm -hmm. when we were talking about niching. Um, but I'm going to kind of run through a couple things that I think are really important to consider when you are talking about your brand pillars. 
Um, and I do want to note here too, I personally don't think that it should be that hard to figure out what your brand pillars are because these are things that should light you up and things that are important to you and they're your why behind what you're doing. So you agree? Yeah. I want to really quick step back. What is the purpose of a brand pillar? It's what's anchoring your business to different Mm -hmm. things. It's what you're talking about, whether that is social media or your website copy or in person when you're explaining your business. It's kind of the the things you would be known for in a sense too. So it's not only what you're offering or how you're offering, but it's it's those little relatable nuggets that make Emma Joan Co. Emma Joan Co. versus mm-hmm. a big box store that offers the same services. Exactly. Yeah, it sets you apart from any other business that might be your competitor or just any business in general. So mm-hmm. exactly. I think when you're going through these things that are important to consider are things like your purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is your business, why does it exist? How can it exist? And what do you want people to feel in, yeah, how do you want them to perceive you as a business? Yeah, that's Um, huge. I want to hang here for a second because that can come down to the tone of voice you're using, like the content the specific content you're putting out, you can so easily mask your, not mask, but position your business in different lights by the littlest, littlest details. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like not that we need to. the that you use. Truly. Sure, it, totally. It's like if you're using all caps in an email, well, that's going to sound a lot more aggressive or excited or whatever you want to, however mm-hmm. you want to come off to someone versus all in lowercase. Like it's. Right. It's how do you want people to feel when they come to your website, when they come to your Instagram, when they're talking to you, how do you want them to feel? And to that point, it should be consistent. And that's why having these brand pillars are so important so that you show up consistently throughout all of your different touch points so that in person, you're still that same all caps excited person if you are that on your website or vice versa. You should be, if you're showing up on Instagram, however you're talking, if someone meets you in person, they should be like, they're exactly as I expected. Like that's, you that's just had that with, You I just did. had that with a friend of ours yeah. from the pod that you recently yeah. met in person. I was like, yeah, shout out, you know who person. you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, and I think um, something to, that's really important with that is that means that your personality needs to show through your business. You can't just be this, like... I'm not going to be a robot talking to you with words that are 20 letters long or anything like that because I'm never going to talk to you like that in person. I'm going to show my personality through the way I'm talking to you on Instagram and emails and everything so that if you meet up with me, you know what my personality is anyways, you know? Yeah. And it's it's interesting as a solopreneur because it's really easy to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're setting up more of a company that has you have to then define that brand personality so it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily relating back to you personally um but sometimes I want to just contradict this a little bit but sometimes it's hard to like feel like you're giving your whole personality to your business and I think it's okay to have a little bit of difference there as long as it's like authentic, you know, where sometimes I might show up on my stories like a little more amped for life than I would be with my (laughs) husband that night at dinner. But it's, 
it's it's still you exactly yeah 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 and we'll talk about this in a bit but I think that this this can adjust and will need to adjust as your business grows or as the seasons change or whatever it is this is going to change so I don't think that you need to be stuck on whatever these specific brand pillars are forever just know that they're ever changing Um, yeah yeah but I think kind of coming after personality something that is important to consider is where are you in the marketplace and what are you actually promoting? So what's Mm -hmm. your position and what are you promoting? Um, What type of people are you trying to attract and where do you want to, where do you want them to see you, view you, all that? Well, think about a restaurant, you know, like Mm -hmm. think about their different personalities and there are different times where as a consumer you want different things and I think restaurants probably do a really good job of positioning themselves physically in a location because we're going to this spot you just have to think about your customer's path on purchasing or whatnot you know what position are they in so that you can best serve them and then Mm -hmm. and then on to what you're promoting all of this stuff Frankly, it doesn't matter. Your personality, your perception, all of it doesn't matter if it doesn't align with what you're actually offering. (laughs) So you really have to continue looking at it through that lens. Otherwise, it's like, why? You know, if if I want to be the funny comedian guy, but I sell like, I don't know, soap. That's a really (laughs) bad example. Um, But if it doesn't somewhat align or infuse your sale for a good reason, then it doesn't make sense, you know? Right. You want people to know what to expect. And that comes down to your promotion at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you may not be on social media, period, if it's not for business. So you have to make sure that people know exactly what you are selling. Mm -hmm. Why are you there? You don't want them to go to your website or Instagram feed or whatever and have no idea what you're selling. Then that completely defeats the purpose of any social sharing, selling, any of that. So, And I think people have heard this a million times, but people, you buy for the person and the experience often more than the product. So that's why it's so important to have these things really, really set up and and anchored so that you can come back to it and show up consistently so you can continuously offer the same experience um, all across the board so that your consumer's can fall in love with you and want your services or your product because it's Emma's or whoever. Absolutely. So I think we're going to go into when and why you should reassess what these brand pillars are. But before we do that, I want to go through those again, just to kind of give you guys some bullet points. When you're looking at your pillars, you should be looking at what is your purpose in the marketplace? What is your business? What is your perception? How do you want people to view you? How do you want to show up? What is your personality? Where is your position in the marketplace? And what are you promoting? So that's the five P's, right? Purpose, perception, personality, position, and promotion. Yeah, so. that's great. And I think, obviously, at the start of your business, it's important to have these set up. But like we mentioned earlier, it's important to reassess these as well. So especially if you're going into a rebrand or a new website or some big project, it's super key to to mm-hmm. continuously come back to it 
and reassess. But and we would. I will say too, like if if you truly have no idea where to even start, like <laughs> it's a little bit of a problem. But <laughs> if you if you are just kind of feeling like a lack of inspiration, maybe you just have had a rough season lately, and you just want to, you just don't even know how you want to show up anymore. I think the easiest way to start figuring out what you want to show up and how you want to talk and what your people want is just to start sharing. And this this is primarily on Instagram, I would say. Um, I think it can be a really helpful tool to figure out what these are. But just start sharing what you're doing on a regular basis and see what things click with people and what things people engage with, what you actually enjoy talking about and sharing. Um, I think that'll give you a lot of good direction on where you should be headed and what you should be talking about it because you you want it to be something enjoyable for the most part too, right? Oh, totally. And I'm thinking back to the episode on reels, which was episode number. Mm. <laughs> it's not it's loading like fast enough or something. <laughs> something like that. Um, where we were talking about different kinds of reels, which we could kind of interpret as different kinds of brand pillars. Mm-hmm. Um and Nate, who was on that episode, he makes educational reels and he makes funny, relatable reels and reels that show his work. So if we took those three things as brand pillars a minute, his funny ones were getting way more views than maybe ones that showed his work, but you still have to support your whole business. Um, but he was able to see that that was clicking and engaging and drawing people in. Right. So then right. you're able to figure out what those other things are that you need to still have there so you can have a business and promote your work and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's episode 10, by the way. I just Thank checked. You. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing you. I'm like, oh, she's checking while I'm talking. We need yeah, a producer totally off in the corner in our ear, like the fancy <laughs> podcast people. No kidding. Ugh. Okay, so let's talk about when and why you should be reassessing um, your pillars. Yeah, Um, so I think, like I said, if there was a big project happening, that would be something where you'd want to check in. But even just to get in a a quarterly rhythm of doing mm -hmm. this is super important. Just, I'm sure a lot of your businesses, mine's super seasonal, um, but a lot of people's can ebb and flow as well. So checking in quarterly is mm-hmm. so important and just for marketing purposes too because I'm sure you've got different, yeah. different things you're pushing at different times. Well, and we talked – I think we touched on this when we had our the episode about burnout too, how it's important just to reassess your business and where you are. So maybe that all happens at mm-hmm. the same time. Just sit down, have a quarterly meeting with – if you have a virtual assistant or whatever, if you have employees, make that a quarterly thing and have specific things that you're going to touch touch on, this being one of them. Like, are we in line with our brand pillars still? Do we want this to be what our brand pillars are? What's coming up in the next quarter that we're going to want to share about? How can we implement that? Yeah, um, and I think as a solopreneur too, when it is just you, like put those dates on the calendar because oh, it's so sure. easy to just slide into rhythms and then all of a sudden you're eight months into a yeah. crazy season and you're like, why do I even do this? What do I Wait, like how about do you know this? that, Kelsey? <laughs> Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, no. Of course. <laughs> I I wouldn't say I'm that far of why I like doing this, but it's, <laughs> I think if I would have taken a minute back in August and had this time and like reassessed and I think I'd be showing up better on a lot of my platforms right now, yeah. but same, but yeah. So I've got a few more weeks and then we're going to have a little, a little 
solo retreat here where I'm going to go through and implement all this that we're talking about. It's been Ooh, maybe make so a retreat. Exciting. I like that idea. I actually am. No, I actually really You're am. You're going to leave by yourself? Well, I have all our <laughs> all our amazing. friends. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You told me yeah, that. we're going to Arizona just as a friend group and with the girls because all our husbands hunt. And so I'm like, eh, I think I'm going to just tack on a few days by myself yeah. and, and do this. So maybe no, I, I got to like go somewhere before the baby's here for like a night in a hotel by myself. Somewhere. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thrive off change of scenery like yeah, that, especially when you're reevaluating and doing mm-hmm. this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this book, I think, a thousand times on here, but the book called Traction, <laughs> you need to buy it right now. But it talks about this, actually making an executive retreat, even if you are the only employee that is at your company. Yeah. It's well, I think so it's important. huge to set those rhythms up so that when you do add a team, or add yeah. on it's so like true. okay this is what we do here and this is the cadence where we'll check in because right. it it allows i mean you're i don't know if i can say this but you're kind of in that phase right now <laughs> you can so that this week <laughs> okay <cool. laughs> um so that you can kind of share those expectations and yeah. it's not something you have to think about while you're also training your new employees for sure it's just some rhythm you already have and you can have fun with it too like maybe it's Mm -hmm. a couple day thing and one of the days you literally are just going to like yummy restaurants or whatever or exploring but then you have a scheduled this is what we're going through and this is why we're like make it make it a business meeting also but have fun with it basically yeah okay so so to recap (laughs) (laughs) i love it though i love it Quarterly is something you should do in your business. And maybe that's not where you go on a retreat like this, but for marketing purposes and just for seasonality purposes and just life purposes, you should be reassessing these on a quarterly basis. Put it in your calendar. I don't care what type of business you have, put it in your calendar. Um, And then another time to go over it is definitely yearly. And maybe this is when you do this whole little mini retreat thing for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is more, honestly, is for your clients and knowing that you are headed in the right direction. Like you, I hope set out a roadmap of where you want your business to go and why you want it to go there. Are you still on track for that? Uh, do you want it to shift? Do you want to be headed somewhere else? You need to reevaluate this and maybe it's at the beginning of the year or maybe it's in the middle of summer. I don't care when it is, just have it yeah. in your calendar that you're going to go through and look at all this stuff. Yeah. Or what season makes sense in your business? Like for me, I think doing this towards the end of my busy season, mm-hmm. like come November, good. December would be really good. Then going into yeah. the fresh year, I have that roadmap. So right. yeah, think think big on your business and when it makes sense to do this and put the date in your calendar. Pause this episode yeah. right now, figure it out and put it in it. your calendar. Okay. Did you just do it? I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> I can't pause this. We're on a roll. Okay. So that's kind of when you should reset. Let's talk a little bit about how to implement this into your business or where you actually use these things. I think it's pretty obvious that you can do this on social media. People talk about this all the time. I've heard thousands of, not thousands, I've heard a lot of podcast episodes on just having brand pillars specifically for Instagram. Can you Mainly link one so. of those, Emma, in the show notes? Yeah, I'm sure I can. Put you on the spot there. I'll find it. Yep. Yeah, so that's, I mean, the, and that is important because, I mean, I think a lot of people listening in on this, a lot of their business comes from Instagram. Myself, personally, that's my number one driving 
sales, which is freaking crazy to me. But it's important to have that on social media, aka Instagram. Um, another place that it's really important to make sure that you're implementing these is on your website, obviously. Just because if people go for, I mean, you want to go on Instagram, but then you want people to get to your website. And if your website doesn't look like your Instagram feed or doesn't look like the way that you talk on Instagram, then how are people going to even know they're in the right spot? Yeah. And I think one thing we haven't hit on is it's these pillars and certain pillars can really drive your relatability factor and where people are connecting with you. So the pillar can be broad, but specific at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense, but like for me, um, I love tacos and just like that relational connection would be something I would call one of my brand pillars. And the way I talk about that a lot is tacos. So getting specifically, getting specific on your website, having those relatable moments are what are going to allow people to connect to you. Right. Like how are people going to remember you or think of you? And it Mm -hmm. like, if anybody goes to get tacos, maybe they'll think of Kelsey. <laughs> it doesn't have to be something serious or whatever. It it It's just something that someone like gets this whatever latte and they think of you. Mm-hmm. What What is it something that you, you do on a regular basis? Yeah. So. It's just really driving that brand recognition and mm-hmm. connection on all the points that you can. And yep. again, I think it just so comes back to consistency. So like you said, if you're hearing about something on Instagram, there's a nod to it on your website or or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fully right. consistent experience, not just because you have a website, you're going to talk about, oh, I like these things. And then you never show, if you're like, oh, I love going to coffee shops. It's pretty basic, but you never show that on your Instagram. It's like, cool. Right. Oh, she's another coffee shop girl. But maybe you really love going to coffee shops and that kind of becomes a storyline you're using on your Instagram. Um, it's just creating that consistency. So I think, and even, even through how you talk to, and you, we can, you can go back to episode number three, I think, um, Caitlin from copy and quirk, she goes through Mm -hmm. everything having to do with copy and using your words. And I think that that might be the most important part of all this is that you sound the same or like your, your voice is consistent. Right, because this is coming up with the content that you're talking about, really, truly. Your brand pillars are. And Mm -hmm. then the next layer is, yeah, adding in that personality and the consistent voice. Yeah, Yeah. that's – if you are a new listener and you haven't gone back and listened to that one, it's so good. It's probably our most popular, like most listens, most comments about that one. This is true. This is true. All right. Well, that was kind of a short episode, but that's that's kind of what we have for you guys. About so jam packed! Wow, yeah, I'm excited to go yeah. back and on my retreat, go back through this and right, exactly. Yeah, so I'm gonna go through them again. Things that you need to think about: our purpose, why are you doing what you're doing, perception, how can, how do people view you, your personality, who are you, your position in the marketplace, and what are you actually selling. Those are the key things to think about when you're going through all of this. So, Emma, can I put you on the spot? We can cut this out if you want. But can <laughs> just for for example, can you run through yours or yeah. no? Just because I know you just did this, but just so people have a visual, yeah. Of okay, brand pillars. You're saying all these things. What does that even like really mean? Mm-hmm. Just as an example. And 
I think that it's going to be different based on what type of business you have. Cause like Kelsey's yeah. brand pillars are going to look a lot different than mine just because mine's more, mine's a little bit service-based, but it's mainly product-based. Quick, give so, a recap of your business for a new, new listener and then do your, yes. um, um, my, I, Emma Joan company is my gift box company that focuses on custom client gifts that are a reflection of your brand and business. So like Kelsey, if she has new clients that she wants to send booking gifts to and say, hey, thanks for booking for me, that's where I come in. So I make it look just like her and her brand and just speaks really well for her. So and I don't have to worry about businesses. it. Yes, which BT dubs. <laughs> Everything's yeah, right. I got to eat Yeah. So anyways, that's what I do. So um, my brand pillars are a little bit different than probably a lot of you are going to look at, but one of them is obviously my product. I need to show up and show what I'm actually selling. So I talk a lot about different client gifts on any social feed on my website. You're going to know that that's what I do the second you go to my page, I promise. If you don't, please tell me, but I don't think that that's the case. So actually talking about, um, yeah, my product. Another one is I really, really try to focus on sharing small businesses through everything I do. So all the product that goes in my boxes are from small businesses. And most of the people that I work with are from small businesses. So I like to highlight those small businesses and how I talk to. So I would say small business is one of my brand pillars. Um, another one is just entrepreneurship in general, just solopreneurship or just small business ownership. So I talk a lot. That's probably that one I share a lot of reels on just funny mm-hmm. things that you deal with on a regular basis as an entrepreneur. And why, um, why did you pick that one? <clears throat> Because that's who my client is. Exactly. Ding, ding, <laughs> yeah, so see, a lot of times. Back to who you're so talking true. to. Yep. So I know that I'm talking to small business owners that feel like there's a thousand things on their plate. So I like to create reels or things that are going to drag them in by being funny and talking about all the ridiculous things we go through on a regular basis. Because that is you too. Yes. Yep. That is it's me the too. relatability factor and yep. who you're talking to. Okay. So. Yep. And then um, one that isn't a super, well, like one brand pillar is more just my surroundings and my office space. And and that's more of my, I just like to share interior design stuff. So Mm -hmm. I like to show up and show different areas of my space and where I'm working. And then finally, I do a little bit of this on my business account, but I share about motherhood a little bit. That's more in my stories, I would say. That's a relatability thing. And mm-hmm. then going back to your spaces and design, one, it just makes you a human and mm-hmm. like shows your space, which is cool because people love to see behind the scenes. But then it also drives the fact of, I have good taste and I can put things together right. beautifully. This is Let me do that right. for your boxes. Yeah. So see, it's everything is connecting back to the product and who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, you yeah. do such a good job of that. I feel and like we can, should have a little like um, have someone on and we can coach them through these ooh, or something. This was that really fun, fun to like. I like that idea. Listen yeah. in on yours. Yeah. And I think something with those brand pillars is just to note that they can break out into a thousand different things. So when mm-hmm. I'm talking about small businesses, sometimes this is sharing one of the new client gifts that I've been working on because my client's super excited about it. I like to share it all over the place. Maybe someone's going to book them because they see this, you know, something like that. But I also like to share the products that are in the boxes because those are the small businesses that I love and get to work with. And another little part about that is usually people share them and then Mm -hmm. their audience sees it 
and then they come to my space. So, killing yeah. it. That's and this things. episode was brought to you by Emma Jones. <laughs> Custom gift boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you have a jingle. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Uh, all right, guys. That is all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening in on another episode from the Foyer Chats podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. We are at the Foyer underscore um, Kelsey Pasma and Emma Joan Company. Make sure you are subscribed and rating, reviewing all the things. Let us know what you want to hear. Did I cover everything? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, check, check, check. Yeah, I need the checklist. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next Tuesday.